Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Just want to quickly promote my online school. You can do a seven week course on the kingdom. It's teachable.com. Just go to kingdomdynamics.teachable.com. The first two weeks are free. Every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church, or even better, you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the content is there. There's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey. Every week has a PDF handout, or you can go through it online as a questionnaire, as an individual. And then after those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids church material. It is kingdom 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 i hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the pharisees and bypass the yeast of herod and get kingdom content for your home for your church and for your city i hope you can enroll today bye for now hey beautiful christians people who are born again by the spirit of god the Bible says, according to Jesus in John chapter 14, that the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because they cannot see him or know him. I had an amazing opportunity to sit around a table with like-minded people yesterday, but none of them were born again. One of them said she hated God and thought it was unfair for God to disrupt the language of Babel. Others were just agnostic or atheist or animistic or hedonistic. And they couldn't see the light. They had these ideas that, you know, when we die, we just sort of float around and, I don't know, just they were lost. And it was so hard to try and get a word in, you know. Um, but you know what? When they see me they see the Father. I am a son of God. And when I'm there, I am the light of the world. I'm a living letter that they can see. And we, as the underground church, and we have moved underground. You may not have realized, but we are now underground. 
globally because there is an antichrist spirit and that's why that's why I've been doing 100 days of communion because I am while the world is denying that Jesus is the son of God while the world is denying that Jesus is the Christ I'm proclaiming that Jesus is the Christ I'm proclaiming his death I'm proclaiming his resurrection and I'm proclaiming his imminent return so you can join me uh, on YouTube if you like just touching base today why don't you just tell him that you love him he just wants you ultimately Jesus wants you he came to restore the father he came to show us who the father is he came to to show us the way to the father like Thomas, Jesus said, you know the way to the Father. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And we as a church have got to shake every religious bone from our body, every political bone from our body, and realize that we are the way to the Father. We are the body of Christ on the earth. There is no religion about it. There is no politics about it. The kingdom is free. The word of God is not chained. It operates in democracy. It operates in, in hedonism. It operates in animism. It operates in any political or religious system. Because it's a spiritual kingdom. It is a spiritual kingdom. And Jesus said, my words are spirit. He said, my words are spirit. When he said to the woman at the well, the water that I give, you'll never thirst. He's talking about spiritual water, obviously. And he's not talking about physical water. When he says, I am the bread of life, he's talking about spiritual bread. And there are moments when God proves himself to you through an impartation, through an encounter, through a miracle. Jesus said, believe me, because of the miracles. But you know what? They didn't. Jesus himself said, even if someone returned from the dead, you wouldn't believe. So belief doesn't come from seeing a miracle. Belief comes from God. It comes from your faith. It comes from hearing the word of God. And we've got to pray for unbelievers that their eyes would be opened, that the light of the gospel would, would penetrate because they've been blinded by the devil to do his will. And what we're seeing today is pharmakeia. Revelation 18 talks about the world, the whole world, every nation will be deceived because of pharmakeia, which is the word medicine, which is the word sorcery. So you and I have got to stand on the word, and that is the rock. It is as simple as believing Jesus. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. But 
I feel as though we have to go to the spirit. We have to live out of our spirit. Our minds have been hijacked by the enemy, by the media. Our systems, every system is compromised. There is no YouTube or Facebook or BitChute or anything that's safe, you know. You've got to be at a level of discernment that is beyond. You've got to be, there is so much deception. The love of many growing cold, the apostasy. It is not a time to judge others. You don't know. We don't know the sheep and the goats, but God does. And we're living in a time where, yes, he could come back imminently, or it could be a hundred years. But we've got to believe the word. We've got to believe the word. Now's the time to come to the word of God. And he said, all of these troubles will come. All of these persecutions will come. All of these wars and rumors of wars and pestilences will come. But you preach the gospel of the kingdom. And that's what he's wanting us to do. So it's spiritual. Wherever you go, you are the light of the world. Wherever you go, you are the salt of the earth. Did you know 1 Corinthians says that your spirit is gone? Because it says, if you are united to Christ, you are one with him in spirit. It's already fulfilled in the sense that Jesus said in John 14, 15, 16, 17. He said, you will be with me where I am. He said, my father has many mansions if it was not so, I would have told you, but I go to prepare a place so that you can be with me where I am. And he's there, and we are with him, and we are one with him. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit burn in you today. It's not about your opinion. It's not about your education. It's not about your research. You are the light of the world. You've already received the purpose for living, which is to know God. You've already received your function, which is to be a son in the kingdom. It's more than church. It's more than religion. You are a king in a kingdom. You own everything. In the kingdom of God, the children of God are the sons of God, we are the royalty. We are the royal family. The angels look to us to see God. What's God going to do? It says that in 1 Timothy, I think. It says that the, the mysteries that were kept hidden have been revealed through us. We are like God. And I've been going on about this for five years. I've written a book about it. But this is the primary contention. And I find that Orthodox Christianity, the Russian and Greek Orthodox, the Coptic Christians, they understood this. They saw through the veil of religion and we are blinded sometimes by our Pentecostal capitalist institutions. But the devil was excluded from oneness with God. He wanted to be like God 
and he saw that we were. He was clearly in the Garden of Eden before he fell. He was clearly, you know, in the throne room. In Zechariah, he's in the throne room accusing Joshua, the high priest. But we know that he was cast out of heaven. He cannot go there. The reason he was found in Zechariah chapter 3 in the throne room was because he was standing there by proxy. He was standing there as a man. Now, I'm not saying that he transformed into a man. What I'm saying is that we have a seat at the table and he doesn't. He is totally destroyed, totally powerless. Listen, the devil wants to keep you in your mind. When that Jesus has already delivered you, his deliverance is preventative. When he said, do not worry, He's saying it for our benefit. He's saying it because if you don't worry, the devil has nothing in you. Oh, but my car, battery's flat, I have no job, I need money. Jesus said, the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of wealth will choke the seed. What if Jesus Christ is enough? What if you can sit in holy communion in his presence and be satisfied. And you don't even need you don't even need food. You're totally satisfied like Paul praising God in prison saying I know what it is to have nothing and I know what it is to have everything. Paul saying it's better to not be married. There's a mo- <laughs> there's a moment when you know who you are and you know what you have. What I'm saying is Because the devil has lost, because he's not God and he's not like God and we are like God and we've received the spirit of God and we own everything. Jesus said that the meek will inherit the earth. That's you and me. I'm going to inherit the earth. I'm going to inherit Melbourne. I'm going to be very busy and I'm looking forward to serving my master and that's all I want to do. I don't want recognition. I don't want to be famous or rich. Because I have the keys to the kingdom. I already own it all. I have recognition from my father. I know who I am. And the devil, the media, the whatever's going on right now and in the future, it is designed to get you out of your spirit. Because the devil cannot fight you in the spirit realm. In the spirit realm, you are like Christ. You are hidden in Christ. You are above and not beneath. You are ahead and not the tail. You lend and don't borrow. You're a mighty warrior. You are fire. But if the devil can get you in your mind, if he can get you in your in offense, if he can get you in lukewarmness, if he can get you into criticism and accusation, then he's got you in your soul. He's got you in the place of vulnerability. Jesus said, the devil has nothing in me. Now, the law that was against us has been dissolved. The law that was against us, the written code that 
caused our guilt has been done away with. It has been nailed to the cross. So legally we're free. We cannot sin. We cannot sin because it's like the ticket inspector. He's still there. And he can put something on on the window of your car to say you, you got a ticket. But the legislation is gone. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no authority backing him. At the end of the day, the police might have a gun, they might have a badge. But if the criminal, if the criminal code has been dissolved, if the court system has nullified and dissolved itself and the the parliament and the legislative councils and all of the acts and bills have been dissolved. There is nothing behind him. He's just a man with a gun. So we have authority. He might have an element of power. You know, I'm not saying the devil doesn't have any power, but he does not have authority. And authority is greater than power because, you know, a man can turn up with a gun, but then my authority can call for an army to come with a thousand guns. You see, authority is always greater than power because authority can always call in more support. You might turn up with a gun and then I turn up with a nuclear bomb and then you turn up with a nuclear bomb and I turn up with some you know, laser or something. Like there's more, <laughs> there's more available than you could possibly know. But the way we win, the way we fight is in the spirit. So there's a lot going on right now. People have been hijacked. I believe that that humans have been physically hijacked. You know, we're physically hijacked by the radiation by the 5G by the by the medications that we take where we are susceptible to to the chemicals in our food and you know what i always think of i think if you want to succeed in in finance if you want to succeed in business you need to study and understand intricately the the ways of this world you need to understand interest rates you need to understand banking and finance and trade and unions and government there's there's a lot of education it's not as simple as just starting a business it's not as simple you might think that you have a product or a service that people want and that there's demand and supply, and that's the end of the story, but there's so much more. I often use the example of, if I had a tree that grew money, if I literally had a money tree, that would not be a good business. How am I going to protect it? You know, as soon as people find out I have a money tree, I'm going to have some some enemies, I'm going to have some bank robbers, I'm going to have some people who want my tree, so I'm going to need to protect it, I'm going to need to hide it, I'm going to need to pay for security teams to guard it 24-7, and then, what if the government tries to sue me for counterfeit, 
If I have a money tree, how do I make sure that the money is legal? How do I make sure that the zeros and ones on those dollar bills are actually legal tender and not counterfeit? I'm going to need a lawyer. I'm going to need a, you know, a counterfeit expert. I'm going to need, you see, even if I had a golden goose that laid golden eggs, the tax department's going to want to tax those golden eggs. They're going to want to know where the money came from. And, and again, I'm going, to need to, I'm going to need to protect that asset. So it becomes complicated. And that's the same in, in our world. It's the same for every area of your life. It's very intricate to succeed in life. You have to brush your teeth. You have to floss. You have to go to the dentist. You have to go to the, the doctor occasionally. Maybe you've got a gift of faith and you, and you don't ever go to the doctor. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, there's, there's a system of this world, and we are in the world, but we're not of the world. And without the Holy Spirit guiding you into all truth, you see, He sets you free. As I said before, deliverance is preventative. So you need to understand the food industry. You need to understand that the, that the Kellogg's cornflakes are going to try are trying to kill you <laughs> that there's fluoride in the water that there's radiation you may need to go for a walk and take your shoes off and let your feet touch the the sand at the beach or the soil and let your toes dig into the soil to detox from the radiation from the electromagnetic fields that you're susceptible to and i believe holy spirit will talk to you about these things paul said to timothy you're sick because you drink only water. You need to take some wine. You see, there's a mentoring in the spirit. And God wants to navigate you through the chaos in this world. And it's becoming way more complicated. And it's almost impossible to understand what to do with your money, what to do with your diet, what to do with your time. You need to be ordered by the Lord. It's your steps that are ordered by the Lord. Jesus said, come to me. All you who are weary and heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Follow me. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. The water that I give you will never thirst. My food is real bread. My bread is real food. My body is real food. My blood is real drink. Jesus Christ is enough. Jesus Christ is enough, and he's king, and he will lead you, and he will guide you into all truth. And where the spirit of liberty is, there is freedom. It's not your church, it's not your denomination, it's not your government, it's not your council. It's, it's you and God and the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you into all truth. He may lead you into a church. He may lead you out of a church. He may lead you to start a church. But it's your steps are ordered by the Lord. We commit our way to the Lord and He directs our steps. I believe we have got to seek first the kingdom of God and all else will be added to us as well. That means you burn it all. Everything goes into that bucket. Everything goes into the kingdom bucket. There is no other way to live. You cannot have a second bucket. You cannot have a family bucket and a financial bucket and a business bucket and a church bucket and a kingdom bucket. You've got to have one 
bucket. All your eggs in the kingdom basket. Because this world will pass away. Heaven will pass away. Earth will pass away. But his words will never pass away. And today is already too late. It's past the time to stand on the rock of the word. It is past the time to burn every other passport and hold on to the citizenship that you have in heaven. I believe that people are compromised. I believe that food is compromised. I believe that everything is compromised. The media, everything's compromised. But you don't have to be afraid. You have to be aware. You have to be educated. You have to be led by the Spirit. Now, He may lead you to move out of the cities. He may lead you to stay in the cities. It doesn't matter. Each one will be led by the Lord. But I believe that tactically... I recommend Jamie Walden on YouTube. He's a Marine, Jamie, J-A-M-I-E, Walden, W-A-L-D-E-N. He has a playlist on YouTube on how to survive, you know, tactically, everything from, yeah, you can look that up. He has, you know, quite a few videos that would open your eyes to what's really going on, and it's not about current events a lot of his videos are two three four five years old but what we have seen in two years has all always been there there's amazing things going on i mean the cern hadron collider the you know the the the, the four the 17 kilometer tunnel built on the a temple of apollo of Apollos on the border of Switzerland and France has been turned off for three years and they're turning it back on on the 5th of July, which happens to be midnight on the 4th of July in America. And these people really believe that they're trying to open up a black hole. They're trying to create antimatter. They're trying to summon demons, some people are saying. And there's a lot of parallel with the book of Revelation right now. If you look at the definition of a locust, if you look at the locusts in Revelation, they come out of the abyss, they swarm, they have the sound of, of drones, they're made of metal. I mean, there are many parallels with what's going on right now. But I know, I know that a lot of these things are cyclical, they happen again and again. So I'm not predicting the times, but Jesus did command and extol us to know the times. He said to the Pharisees, you hypocrites, you know when the weather is going to be good or bad, but you can't tell the seasons that we're in, the time that we're in. He was saying to them, I'm the Christ and you should have known that I was coming. And I believe that he would be saying the same to us now. I am coming back. You can see the signs. One world government the mark of the beast, the love of many growing cold. So we know the truth and the truth sets us free. So I believe there is an element of of education and of research, but there's a balance. You've got to be standing on the word. And so what I'm doing is I'm seeking first the kingdom. I'm loving everybody I can. I'm helping people. I'm Loving not my life unto unto death, 
I'm not trying to protect my life. I'm trying to help others. And in the meantime, I'm taking communion every day. So it might sound sacrilegious, but as I said before, his, his, his words are spirit. His body is spiritual food. His blood is spiritual drink. Okay, so let's do that now. Let's take communion in the spirit. What I want you to do today for communion is to sit or stand, find a place where you can give yourself to God. Ultimately, a bride and a groom come together in oneness. The Song of Solomon's. He wants to be one with us. He wants us. And that's what occurs in marriage. That's what occurs in, in life. We, we commit to one another. We exclude all others. I said we exclude all others right now. That's how we're taking communion. We are going to exclude all other distractions, all other gods, all other lovers. To love the world is to be the enemy of God. To love the world is to commit adultery against our Lord. He wants a pure virgin, a chaste wife, one whose heart is truly his. We love him with all of our mind and all of our will and all of our soul and all of our strength. And we submit to him. We say, Lord, Sarah called Abraham, Lord. We say, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. We, we lay down. We, we present ourselves to you, Lord. Would you imbibe us, Lord? Would you drink us, God? Would you eat our body and drink our blood as we eat your body and drink your blood? You're in us and we're in you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 So maybe I'll put some music on at the end of this podcast or you can just find some worship music that you like and you and I will sit and we will give ourselves to him and let him consume us. Ultimately, when you put something on the offering, the fire of God would consume it. Would you let God burn you today? Would you put yourself, yourself, your life, your wants, your needs, your worries, your desires, your future, your life on the altar and let the fire of God, poof, take it over. In Jesus' name, I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. So we're going to do that now. We're going to wait. We're going to be still. And we're going to know that he's God. And we're going to let him consume us as we consume him. Jesus Christ, your body is real food and we take your body today. We eat your body today. We eat it spiritually and we eat it when we take communion. Oh Lord, oh Lord, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness the people, but your light has come. Arise and shine for your light has come. Hallelujah, you've never shined brighter than you do today. You might, feel, I can tell, you feel under pressure. You feel invisible, but you are a blazing light. You are a blazing light. 
You are on fire. There are angels around you. They're ready to act. They're ready to implement the word. Jesus said to ask that your joy may be full, that the Father would be glorified. Jesus, we receive your blood today. We drink your blood today. Your blood is real drink. <laughs> oh, We're cleansed from all unrighteousness. Our consciences are cleansed, Lord Jesus. Let us do communion all day. Let us have perpetual communion with you permanently. That we would know what it is to pray in the Spirit at all times with all kinds of prayers and requests for the saints. Hallelujah. That we would never stop praying in tongues. That we would find that we even forget to pray in English, Lord. We're praying and praying and praying in tongues, Lord. Let us have boldness, Lord God, in this world. Let us not be afraid or ashamed to tell people the truth, O oh God. I pray in Jesus' name and burn us on your altar, Lord. We lay down. We lay down our lives, Lord God, for you. In Jesus' name, we thank you that you gave us your life. And we give you our life in Jesus' name, a life for a life exchange, Lord God. We are now your property. We are now your possession. You own us. And now we can call you Lord. Lord owner. Lord master. Lord father. Lord friend. Lord lover. Lord husband. Hallelujah. Lord brother. The firstborn. Among the dead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've shown us, Lord. You've gone before us. We know where to go. We know the way. We know the way. Hallelujah. Lord, may we bring others with us. Lord, may we create a wake in the Spirit that draws all men to you, Lord. May we be a path for people to walk on, a road map for them to find you, God, to enter heaven. May we deliver people from demons. May we open eyes. May we forget that we're even alive, Lord, because we're so busy loving people. And then suddenly, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we are there, we are with you. And it's all done and it's wrapped up. Come, come, Lord, consume us now. Consume everything. Everything that's not of you, burn us now, Lord, so that on that day of judgment, we don't find that we're burning rock and stubble but we are gold hallelujah i've got nothing right now i've got nothing it's ridiculous i come to you without money and buy hallelujah i've got nothing none of us have anything to offer but we come with ourselves father god that's the interpretation of revelation 3 we have no money <laughs> so what do we buy how do we buy how do we buy it's called slavery baby you sell yourself jesus we come with ourself oh my god he's happy to take you you he's happy to take you and me the way we are the way we were what a joke but he wants us. He values us. The father paid the price for us. He said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. And Jesus said, the love of the father. He loved the world so much that he gave. So yes, he wants you. Yes, he's going to buy your bankrupt body, your bankrupt self, your bankrupt, corrupt, perverted mind, will and emotions. He's going to transform you into the image of Christ, to the glory of the God, to the glory of God. The angels don't know what is going on. What is God doing? What is going on? 
They have no idea until they see the born-again experience. And then their jaws drop to the ground. They have, what the flip just happened? God just made them like him. They are Christ on the earth. They are one with Christ. They inherit everything. They are God. They are the image of God on the earth. What the heck is God doing? He made made him a little lower than the angels. Oh, my God. It is amazing. It is amazing. Listen, this whole world is like a simulation. When you get down to string theory and and quantum physics, you realize that God spoke. And the universe is just simply made up of his words. It's, It's words. It's words. We can walk through walls. We can walk on water. We can teleport and trans- transport and trans-relocate. Anything is possible in the spirit. We can create bread out of thin air and turn water into wine if we would only believe. It's true. This universe is, is like the matrix. Oh, it's real, but it is less real. It's real, but it is, it is like a, it is like a, a simulation compared to the invisible realm of God's glory from whence it came. Everything was made through Christ Jesus and everything will return to him. One, we are one in Christ. The Jews and the Gentiles become one man. The hostility and the enmity has been dissolved. And in the same way, heaven and earth will become one. This is the moment of great convergence. We, I declare it, we are in the moment of convergence. Lord, we pray that the the church, that that the Israelites would come into the body of Christ right now. We invite them. I invite you, Israel, come. Come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Come to the light. We are that light at the moment. We are the city on the hill. And you will come into our light, Israel. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and watching. This is the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan. You can do courses on kingdomdynamics.teachable.com. You can send money as a gift. You can read my book. You can follow me on YouTube. I really don't like social media. I think it's satanic and the demonic, but but you might be able to find me on there occasionally. Um, just go and love someone today. Be Christ on the earth. Be Christ on the earth. Seek first the kingdom, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye for now.